Spencer wants to know is brought to you by Poo Poo. <gasps> A topic I talk about daily? And that I, I found we discuss a lot on the show. Aww. So maybe we could just do it all in one go. I love you. For the serious poo fans out there. Oh my gosh, I love you so much, honey. Also because our last episode gosh, about chaos marry theory. marry me. Marry me <laughs> right on the spot. Bring in the Pope. Or <laughs> the Poop. The Poop. <laughs> The Pope's poop. Because our last episode about Chaos Theory, we tried to create a predictive model of... Uh, Whose p- celebrity do you think people want their poo the most? Celebrity, living or dead? Or? Yeah. Uh, Marilyn Monroe. Fecal hmm. um, matter. Okay, sorry. What were you about to say? Last episode about Chaos Theory, we tried to create a predictive model of... Because um, we talked a lot about you being constipated. Mm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, of, yeah. Of when and how you would poo and would it, you know, all these different variables. Like and we talk had. about how stuck I am. I'm constantly constipated. It, I don't go very much at all. And we were talking, we were figuring out like a graph and the graph basically said it takes like seven days for me to use the toilet. But and I need copious amounts of caffeine. But I don't know if all this talk that day, then do you want to tell them what happened? <laughs> It was so weird. I couldn't stop using the toilet that day. Like, I had diarrhea. I, I. <laughs> it was 24 hours. It was, so. it was nonstop. Like, I probably shed, like, seven, eight pounds of poo. I was a bit worried about your health. There. Yeah, so we thought that would be funnier to talk about. But sometimes things don't go as well as we hope. Um, so... I couldn't, when I was searching through your report card records of you that I have, that I got from the government, I couldn't really, I was hoping to find something like, oh, Spencer learned about the digestive system and biology. I couldn't find any of that. But we're not just talking about poo. We're going to be talking about the artistic merit of poo today as well. So I have your, I have your visual arts grade uh, from grade seven. You did fine. You got a 78. That's it? Spencer effectively produces, no, sorry, you got an 85. There we go. Spencer effectively produces two-dimensional works of art that communicate a variety of ideas for specific purposes and to specific audiences. She independently uses the appropriate tools, materials, and techniques correctly. So I thought that could apply to Pooh as well. Okay, um, Eli, I'm sh- I, I feel like I should have told you this, but if I haven't told you this, in my life, in school, um, there was a time where, well, lots of times in my life, but when I was in grade five or six, I was having issues going to the toilet, and I had already missed a lot of school, so this is how this happened. So, I'm taking laxatives at home. Oh, there are constipation issues, not that you felt uncomfortable. Later on, we found out I had a parasite in me. Okay. But at this point, it was like nothing was working. I had missed so much school. Mm -hmm. It was like, you got to go back to school, and here, (laughs) take this little cup, and if you have to poo, poo in it. For to get a the sample? doctors, okay. a poo yeah. sample, and lo and behold, I have a bowel movement, so I go to the washroom. Mm-hmm. But again, I'm a kid, and I don't really know what I'm doing with the cup. So I just try to poo in the cup directly into it, into it, but it like overflows, and I'm jamming it, like I'm like twisting the cap, and there's poo everywhere. And in my school, they're also this washroom connected to the grade seven and eight program which was for like extra smart kids Mm -hmm. and then a 
group of them came in, and I'm, like, in the toilet with poopy hands, with a poopy cup, and they're talking, and I'm just, like, waiting, and then they leave, and then I would wash my hands. Did and they see you? No, well, I guess they saw my feet. Oh, you were in the stalls. Though. In the stalls. Um, <laughs> so they would leave, and then I would wash my hands, and then more people would come in, and then I would wash my hands again, and then I had to find a way to bring my poopy cup in with me to bring it and put it in my backpack so i stuffed it in my shirt did you wash your hands i washed my hands a ton so you stuffed it in your sh- what did you wash the was the cup covered in poo or did you clean the I cup i cleaned the cup but i had to keep like i was on my toes because at any point someone could pop in so mm-hmm. i would do it for a second go back into the stall do it for a second go back into the stall you're cleaning the cup in the and stall. myself okay and i put it in my t-shirt and i put it in my backpack and i wait hours to get home to then, you know, get my mom to bring it to the doctor. Okay. That's it. I had that as a kid, too. I take a sample. But they gave, like, a little plastic spoon. So See, you, you I c- think there was a spoon. You didn't have it. But I, No, no, no. There was. But I didn't realize you can stab it and put it in. Oh, okay. I thought you had to directly. Like a peacock. Yeah. Okay. But So nobody caught you. Nobody caught me. You never got embarrassed. You tell your mom how it went. I was mad at her. I was like, "Oh, it was the worst thing ever. Mm-hmm. It was so embarrassing. My backpack has poo in it. I need a new backpack." So you took it out of your shirt and put it in the backpack. Yeah. Or, okay. <laughs> mm, I have a slushie. Well, thanks for that story. Do you know it? Do you know that one? No, you never told me that story before. Wow, that's even, a pretty even big, off microphone. You've that's never a pretty told big me. deal because I feel like I have nothing else to tell you anymore. So oh. the fact that there was a new, an old, new thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, poo always makes us happy. Yeah. I was thinking about our stories, and that uh, I guess we do talk about poo might be more than the average person and find it funnier than the average person does. And going to see my sister last year in Vancouver. Uh, and at one point she said, like, you guys talk about poo nonstop. Could you give it a rest? But then by the end of the trip, she was getting into it. She was talking about poo, too. She was voluntarily, like, she caught the bug, the poo fever. The parasite. <laughs> the parasite. So what was this parasite that you had, actually? So the test came back. I, I don't have the perfect memory, but I remember it, them being surprised that I had this. Like, they were like, this is something that usually happens from travel. So did you guys go traveling? And it was like, no, we haven't. Mm-hmm. I had to take, like, antibiotics or something to kill it. Were you That's glad it. it died? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it dying meant go back to school. Oh, no. Maybe it was trying to protect you, the parasite. Sure. Uh, I was trying to think of... Uh, my poo stories as a kid that I haven't told it on the podcast. I have told some. I've talked, I've told talked about my dad s- chopping out my turd. I was going to say the slicer. In Paris, France. Uh, I remember, like, I, I, there's a song parody I wrote in grade two or grade three to the Cheryl Crow song, All I Want to Do is Have Some Fun. Hmm. I changed it to, All I Want to Do is Go Poo Poo, <laughs> and I've got a feeling it isn't number one. <laughs> Why wouldn't you just say it is number two? Because uh, the actual song is I'm Not the Only One. Oh, snap. <laughs> and I also recorded on my stepfather, Gus's. He had a little tape recorder that he would make um, grocery lists. And you'd listen back to it and be him going, <laughs> batteries, stamps, <laughs> the slowest grocery list. It's like, uh, But I recorded a song for him that was like, poo, poo, ca-ca-ca-ca-poo. Maybe I'll cut that part out. 
Why? Uh, but then I was thinking about, and then I remember being in high school and being maybe getting a bit arrogant and like thinking like I was above certain types of jokes. And my friends were making fart jokes, and I said, "That's a fart isn't funny." Eli, you were one of those. I know, but that was that last moment, and I felt bad doing it. And I realized, no, they are funny. And then later in life, I got criticized. I remember I wrote for a sketch show. I wrote a, a sketch where Cupid is, you know, using his diaper like very expressively. <laughs> And, like, and one of the other writers and one of the performers was like very against this sketch. And I know we did a show once and you had a, a sketch where Melania Trump is on the toilet and someone was like, that's not kind of the... That's not where we want to be. The satirical level we want for this show. Um, Eli, we also have on our fridge a fart, like, amount of times I farted. Uh, yeah, because one night you... Uh, you were saying that challenged I, you no you you were kind of criticizing me for being gassy oh. and i say spencer do you know how many times you fart and how many times you farted a day and you're saying it's way less than you so i documented with post-its on the fridge every single fart you had and our the freezer section of our fridge to this day is still covered in 12 post-its just from like a two-hour period <laughs> just two hours and i was also thinking about uh when I was briefly working as a fitness trainer for a couple of years, Ooh. I worked at like a kickboxing fitness franchise. Mm. And one employee, so I had interpersonal conflict with my manager and with another employee, and she, she told him that I, I wasn't, I was lazy, and that also I was spending too much time <laughs> in the toilet. And I guess I got offended when he told this and, to me. And, and Eli found this all out while sitting on the toilet. That's not true. <laughs> so he's telling me that my coworker told him that I was spending too much time on the toilet. <laughs> and I guess I was a bit ir- like... You didn't say it the way I say it. I was weirded out that A, she would say this to him, and then B, he would say this to me. So in my anger, I started like off work, at work. I would send him updates every time I went to the toilet, just so he knew exactly how long it took. And I was sending updates about how long it took other coworkers to do it. And then this eventually, it's a long story, but this eventually led to me getting fired. Uh, but yeah, that's all the poop I got mm. from my life. I think mine's always been like constipation. Because I'm, I'm lactose intolerant, supposedly, and stinky farts my whole life. And for someone who's lactose intolerant, you do consume a lot of dairy. <laughs> dairy. Mm. So maybe you're not intolerant. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I was a kid, I had those lactate pills. I mm-hmm. think that's what they're called. Well, Mom threw poo out a window. Woo! But you said before, that's her story to tell when she returns. When she returns. Hmm, I wonder when that will be. I, I said it like that because she's um, at the apartment every day. Every uh, day. To see the dog, yeah. To see the puppy. And if you want to see finally... the puppy... Yeah, you, you can check on my uh, regular Instagram at Spencer Litzinger. Yeah, it was you finally a big deal. posted the dog. Yeah, now it's all I know how to post. Um, oh, so update on my mental health is I think the dog has now saved my life. <laughs> really? That's where you're at with it? Right now I am because I was really thinking about how terrible things were, like how much I was sleeping or crying. Like, I remember this one day at my mom's house where I was just, like, crying nonstop. I probably cried with you a fair bit, too. Maybe the crying made you so dehydrated that the crying made you constipated. I, uh, and well, it's not the medication's fault. Well, I mean, there's 
it says side effects like constipation. Okay. But um, I was so depressed and so sad, and now I'm like, I feel like I have a purpose, mm-hmm. even if it's this bland being of just like caring about a dog. <laughs> Because that's all I talk about, like, even with my mom. And, like, sometimes she'll be like, wow, we're so boring. And I'm like, I'm fine with it. Like, I'm glad I have something to talk about again. I'm glad I have something to do. Well, you're having so many constant negative thoughts about yourself. It's yeah. It's probably beneficial just to have something that stops you from. Yeah. And it's not like he talks to me. Like, <laughs> like I'm looking. Sometimes I'm like, okay, like, it's there's uh, he's not doing that much, really. But I love going for walks so much. Sometimes he does good on them. Sometimes he doesn't. Like, he's a puppy. And, like, even the trainer that we have coming in, like, she seems to think he's doing fine or this is normal. Um, The times that I find it a little bit more difficult is the downtime. Like, right now he's having a nap. And sometimes I don't know what to do with myself because I feel like I have to watch TV. And maybe I don't want to watch TV. Or, okay, I'm going to go for another walk why (laughs) without the dog without the dog so i'm gonna try to do yoga or us doing the podcast is good in the time frame um he himself had diarrhea early on yeah i had to go to the and we thought it was funny at first because it made a it made a funny noise it made such a funny noise and he was like hopping and he honestly he was like a sprinkler it was like because he kept (laughs) moving and it was all over the apartment but then because it was very kind of a black color you went to the emergency vet yeah that was that's the worst when something's like funny and then tragically not momentarily after Mm -hmm. oh i hate that or like when you're laughing really hard and then you accidentally like hit someone and then it's bad or i don't know but this is like 11 p.m you went to the emergency vet stayed there all night didn't sleep till like 8 a.m and then they're saying i didn't sleep i did not sleep and then they said, we can't take you. I know. <laughs> so you just had to come back and then go to the vet across the street when it opened. Which was, which worked. And shout out to that vet doctor, because what he did, I think about it all the time, is he split the cost. Because we were going to have to have, we, a week later we were having his first checkup. And shots, yeah. And shots. And he went, this will be his checkup. You can pay for the whole thing now, and then the next time will just be his shots instead of making us pay twice. Yeah, that was really nice. Though. I was, like, insane. This is not the emergency vet. This no. is just the regular vet that's near our uh, apartment. And, and, and they've clipped Scruffy's nails both times because he's fully vaccinated now. And tomorrow, last thing I'm going to say, super excited, at the Toronto Humane Society, there is a puppy socialization class that means it's just a bunch of puppies hanging out and we're going to do it but it's to learn how it's for scruffy to learn how to like interact again and stuff Mm. um i I mean maybe it's not gonna be that fun maybe he's gonna be like barking uh, and being bad oh god please don't with your um sort of long Uh, oh oh my gosh with your long-term depression and kind of being a bit isolated by it and not wanting to see people or talk to people, do you f- think you'd benefit from a socialization class as you prepare to sort of return back to your normal life? I do. Or your previous life? I do. I even think, like, like it's been nice having a like person come over to help Scruffy learn how to do things, mm-hmm. but a part of me is like, I might have, I might still benefit from, like, an actual class in person mm-hmm. because I'd meet other people 
And be around more dogs. <laughs> oh, I didn't mean dog stuff. I meant for you. What do you mean? Because, like, you... It's a class. It's good for me. I'll meet new people. But No, but not for the dog. For you. For me. It's good. But where I'm, what I'm trying to say is a part of me wants to do another class that's more structured mm. to meet more people. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Are you ready to test uh, everything you know about poop? Oh, my gosh. Yes. You know how they say farts are musical? Yes. I've got a little spaceline theme song. Like trumpets. Do you want to sing it? Me? Yeah, I thought we could do a fart remix of the okay. baseline. Okay, I'll need to look at your lips so I can copy you. Do you want to sing it or do the farts? I'll do the farts. Okay. Or it's like the regular song and then just I'll sing fart. a regular song and you just drop in some farts when okay. you feel like it, okay? You ready? Yeah. Baseline. I want to see what's in Spanish mine. I just keep on quizzing my love. This is the baseline. It's the baseline test. Fart remix edition. The song is over, Spencer. Spencer, the song is over. The song is over, Spencer. Spencer, please stop. I wanted to see how much air I could do it with. It didn't really sound that great, your farts. Okay, let's do it again, and you do the farts. Okay. Baseline. Feels like I'm gonna lose my mind. You just keep on quizzing my love. This is the baseline. Baseline. Turn the music up. There you go. Okay, question one. True or false? Studies show that the average person can recognize up to 5,000 different people's feces. What? The heck? You can recognize up to 5,000 different people just by their feces. That's not true. That is false, correct. They can recognize up to 5,000 different people's faces. <laughs> We have a great memory for facial recognition. <laughs> Question two. The name. I, I, I just, I was just like, I was just like, just trying to live in a world where that would be true. Like, be I don't recognize crazy. yours. I mean, I don't know if I'd recognize Scruffy's. Well, I don't think we examine people's poo enough to recognize. You examine mine. I might be able to recognize It's such yours. a spectacular <laughs> event when it happens. Comes. <laughs> Once a year. It's like Halley's Comet. <laughs> Question two. The name for this type of pooing comes from the ancient Greek word meaning to flow through. Diarrhea. Correct. To flow through. That makes it sound nicer. It's a bit prettier than yeah. right? diarrhea. To dying of Rhea. Yeah, just remember diarrhea. It's like a beautiful flowing, calm river. Oh, Eli. Three. Disgust. Question three. Dang. Can you, without swearing, no swears, Okay. can you name 10 synonyms for poo? You have 15 seconds. 15 seconds? 10 synonyms for the Caca, word poo. Brown stuff. Stink palm. Little stinky. Duke. Snoopy. <laughs> brown cow. Brown pie. 
brown stuff. Brown poo. Uh, I'm shocked that stumped you. I can give you, I think, Kaka and Duke, which is close enough to Dukey. I'm only giving you point two for oh, that. Oh, let me give you Doo-Doo? No, it's done. You only got point two. I am shocked that you did so poorly on that question. Sorry, please don't break up with me. Okay, I won't. <laughs> question two. Four. Please don't leave me. Question number four. Please don't break up with me because I didn't know all the poo names. You do it. You do it. Tables are turned. Uh, okay. Ready? Set? Go. Turd. Oblong. Submarine. Uh, caca. Dookie. Um, it is hard. I thought there'd be so many. <laughs> <laughs> well, tables have turned. You're dumped. <gasps> dumped! Dump, yeah. Dump. <laughs> hey, we're back we, together. We, got, we did it. We worked together. Dumped. <laughs> Dump. <laughs> what does paleo feces mean? Oh, okay. I know what this is. Paleo is a type of diet where you cut out sugars, um, maybe some grains, not sure. And so if you're paleo, you have a certain type of feces. No, it's more like paleontology so it's the study of very old fossilized animal turds and human turds this one belonged to marilyn monroe because we have the ability (laughs) to recognize poo to people no much that would be a fun um you know those like magazine articles with pictures of people's faces oh whose is it but uh, much older than that we're talking about fossilized poo uh which are called coprolites Hey, some people think dinosaurs don't exist, and it's a government plant. Well, some people believe that the fossils that were put there by God to test our faith, into tricking us into believing that the world is much older than, you know, creation would say. So, are you sure it's God or the devil? I don't know, but this (laughs) this paleofeces... This paleo feces. The DNA. I'm gonna try to sing it. This paleo feces. No, fudge, fudge. Another one. That would have been acceptable. This paleo feces. I can't do it. This. So the the DNA analysis of ancient poo is actually more reliable than the DNA analysis of skeletons. So we can (gasps) learn a lot. I'm so sorry to bring Scruffy back up, but you know how. Spoiler alert, you're doing a DNA test on me, and I'm going to find out on the podcast live. Well, no, it's not going to be live. Like It's not like live stream, but mm. just like live in the sense of in the moment, what my ancestry is. You can do that for dogs. Okay, cool. <laughs> but in the oh, 70s, in the 70s, they were building a bank in England, and they found a very old fossilized turd from the... From like the year 900. Whoa. And in 1991, a paleoscatologist examined it. <gasps> he said, This is the most exciting piece of excrement I've ever seen. In its own way, it's as irreplaceable as the crown jewels. It is eight inches long. <gasps> it's from the ninth, a ninth century Viking, and it is riddled with intestinal worms. Ew. But there's so much info we can get from it. Uh, question four So, intestinal worms are from him? No. He just happened to have intestinal worms. He did have intestinal worms. And like the, I read another one, they learned about indigenous people. They assumed this this group of indigenous people survived only on like berries 
but they found in this fossil oh somewhere in, in the americas but they found in the fossilized that they were eating four different types of animal they had a much uh more diverse diet than uh people had assumed you're on your fo- um the phone so i i just got quiet because i don't know what you're looking up uh well this next question is a musical question actually oh okay. so i'm gonna play you a little music Do you recognize this composer? No. Okay, well, I'm going to give you a question. Maybe this will help you. So that music was written by a composer, a very, very famous composer. And scholars have... Don't look at the phone! (laughs) Censor! Where? Dang it. Scholars, listen Uh, to my question. Stop it! Scholars have been puzzled for centuries by this because this man is considered one of the biggest musical geniuses of all time. Scholars have been puzzled for centuries because he, this composer, was obsessed with poop humor. And I'll, I'll read you a poem he wrote. Uh, well, I wish you good night, but first, poop in your bed and make it burst. Sleep soundly, my love. Into your mouth, your butt you'll shove. That was slightly censored by me. Um... But that same piece of music was written by the same person that wrote this poem. Who is that composer? Wolfgang Mozart? Correct. Wolfgang what? Amadeus Mozart. I didn't know his first name was Wolfgang. You didn't? No, I thought that was a different person. I thought Wolfgang was Wolfgang was another composer. There might be another one named Wolfgang. Okay. Uh, but That's you cheated, really right? That's a funny poem. Did you... I would have guessed Mozart. Okay, I'll give you a point. Why not? Okay, question... And that's how you get a point. Question six. Boing, In 12th century England... Um, would diarrhea have been acceptable? Or they had to be fake names for the poo? Still on that. Diarrhea would have been acceptable. Dang. In 12th century England, King Henry II had a court jester... Oh, oh, oh! King Henry II had a court jester who was also a medieval... Flatulist. <laughs> what? His name was Roland the blank. Great. Roland, Roland the flatulent. The fart. Ooh. The fart. So King Henry the Second's Fart. Tur. Farter. Correct. Roland the Farter. Wow. So this jester, Roland the Farter, also because uh, I think English royalty spoke French back then. He was also known as Roland le Farter. Roulandus le farteur. So he could fart on demand? Or Roland le péteur, yes. Hmm. And every year, for the king, he was obliged to unum saltum et siffletum et unum bumbulum, which means every year at Christmas he had to do one jump, one whistle, and one fart for the king's court. <laughs> Roland the farter. Is it really true that, like, gestures, if they weren't funny, would die? Um, I'm sure it's happened. So rude. All right. Now we're going to go to modern days. Okay. If you have young children making poop jokes at inappropriate times, some psycholog- psychologists recommend instituting butt talk time. What do you think butt talk time is? A t- literally a time allowed to talk about poo. Yeah. So some people, some psychologists yeah. recommend Yeah. you give your kids five minutes a day. I need butt talk time. Give me butt talk time. This is a whole hour of butt talk time. Butt this episode. Talk, butt talk. But let's talk about poo. Well, butt t- butt talk sounds like buttocks. Oh yeah. 
So yeah, you give your kid five minutes a day where they can make all the poop jokes they want, and then if they do it at inappropriate times, you can be like, that's great, but save it for butt talk time. Hey, are you giving me a signal? Don't slurp on the mic. Mm. Was it loud? Probably. I I have to slurp a little more. I'll, I'll move away. Blue slushy, if you're wondering. <laughs> Holy! Scruffy just barked. Why Scruffy bark? Can I check on him? Sure. Okay, BRB. I think he had a nightmare. Is he okay? He's okay. Does he, did he go back to sleep? He's still, like, laying down, so... Okay. Question eight. In 1961, Italian artist Piero Manzoni filled 90 My little... My boy. He filed... <laughs> He filled 90 little one-ounce tin cans with his own poop. <gasps> and he called this artist's poop. Well, he used a swear word, artist's poop. In French, merde d'artiste. In Italian, merda d'artista. In German, Künstlerscheiße. So this is 1961. Wait, was he bilingual? Uh, Why'd he, you say it in so many languages? Because he labeled each little tin can of his own poo with the four languages, English, Italian, French, and German. I see. The highest one of those cans has sold for was in a 2016 auction. How much money did this little can of his poop sell for? Just one little can, even though there was 99? There were 90, yeah. 90? So how much, this is the most it sold for? 20,000. 362,000 Canadian dollars. I. 362,000? Canadian. Oh, wow. Yeah. Although some, many people believe he never actually pooped in the cans. Where did all these cans go? Uh, they're owned by many people. Some museums own them. You can visit them. Wow. Yeah. I kind of want to look it up. We'll look it up uh, another time. Okay. Maybe during your cram session. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, Aid Edmondson is a British comedic actor most famous for The Young Ones, which is a very famous 80s British sitcom. He said, toilet humor is like this musical genre. Everybody has an idea what it is, and most people don't like it. But the people who do like it are fervent about it and like it until they die. What musical genre is toilet humor like? That's folk? Jazz. Jazz music. Ah, okay. I was trying to think of something that might not be that popular. Jazz, I see. Okay. Well, you know, like jazz, they say it's the notes they're not playing. So it's like, it's something like you don't, if you don't understand it, you don't understand it. Ah, I see. Okay. Okay. Question 10. This is a science one. How much bacteria lives in our digestive system? Gross. Um, I don't know. Do you want to guess? Ten. Ten bacteria? Percent. <laughs> Ten. It's... Okay. Actually, 100 trillion bacteria. Oh, my gosh. The gut microbiota. Wow. And your mom really thinks that you should be working on your gut biome health. Yes. Have you been doing any of that? No. But she thinks that there's a connection to mental illness. Yeah. Other people do, too. So, have you tried any of this gut biome stuff? No. You already asked that. Okay. I'm looking at, like, the words I'm saying on the screen, like it's a lie detector test. No. Yes. Okay, well, no one's going to really understand that. What do you mean? <laughs> Question 11. Each time I talk, it goes up and down. Ah! So, Spencer, listen. I've got right. one bonus question for you. The final question. Yay! 
16th century French writer and monk François Rabelais said this animal's neck. <laughs> but did you really say his last name right? I don't know, actually. Rabelais. You were, you Rabelais. were like, Rabelais. Rabelais. Said this, said this animal's neck was the most perfect for wiping your bum crack. What? <laughs> A neck of an animal? Yeah, what animal's neck would you think would be the best for wiping your bum A crack? A goat. Or a giraffe? Uh, the answer was goose. A goose's neck. Because it's long and thin. And fluffy. And he wrote, But to conclude, I say and maintain that all of the Toshkri, Arswiss, bum fodders, tail napkins, bunghole cleansers, and white breeches, there is none in the world comparable to the neck of a goose that is well downed if you hold your head betwixt your legs. What? Wouldn't you be scared of it biting you? Um, well, I suppose your bum crack would be controlling the neck. So it couldn't bite you. What? Because you'd be wiping your... This is absurd. I don't know how you made this test. Good job, Eli. It's so random. Dating. Okay, so you're currently failing. You have 47%. Uh-oh. Do you want to set the stakes for this episode? No, I don't have any... Just try uh, to think of something. Um, okay. If I fail, I have to post a photo of my big massive poo. The 13 incher from last week. <sighs> And if I pass, I have to squish Post it where? Instagram? Instagram at Spencer Wants to Know. No, and, no, and your personal no, account. No, 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 no. And your personal no, account. No, uh, and if I pass, I squish up my Rocky Road ice cream to make it look like boo. And eat it. Yeah. So it's a treat. Yeah. Hagen does Rocky Road. Yum. All right. So your final test. Okay. Nervous. In, in the past maybe the past few episodes you haven't really been trying during your 30 minute cram session that you get so I really want you to try take the full time I want you to write an essay what so you can defend the artistic merits of pew humor or you can critique the artistic merits of pew humor do you think you're going to do a defense or a critique I would think I would be in defense okay that's what I want you to do write an essay in defense of the artistic value of pew humor okay 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 you have half an hour okay we'll be right back Spencer's got a cram. Spencer's got a cram. The cram. We're back. Mm-hmm. Sassy McGee. Well, you only took like eight minutes of your allotted 30 minute. When you write good, you write good. And you've written so much, I don't believe you did that you didn't plagiarize this. I didn't. How did you write this much in this? It's on 14.5. Why did you make it so big font? So I can see. Okay, well, here we go. What is is it a title? In the Defense of Pooh Humor? Or? Yeah, In the Defense of Pooh Humor mm-hmm. by Spencer Litzinger. <laughs> <laughs> My name. Okay. In life, we poop regularly, and when we die, we do it one more time. The directors of Swiss Army Man said the first fart makes you laugh, the last fart makes you cry. This means poo humor can be funny and serious. It can bring up many emotions. When we are constipated, it can be upsetting. And when we fart in front of someone, when we fart in front of someone, we can laugh about it, apologize, or hide it. All this is to say is poop is complicated, like us humans, and we have a choice on how we want to view it. Is the cuff half full or half empty of poo? Are we going to laugh or not? 
And when we're going to, are we going to be in touch with the inner child who loves butt talk time or be the parent who shuns them into only having five minutes? Life is too short to not be honest about the thing everyone does. Poos. Here is a poop joke for you. What do you call a magical poop? Poudini. Cited from fatherly, fresh, and funny poop jokes. <laughs> Years ago, I did it. I produ- I did produce a show called Diarrhea Monologues, where comedians came up on stage and all shared different times they pooped themselves. It was so funny. We all knew the punchline, but the tale... The tales of what led up to it were all different and unique. It brings us closer together sharing these stories. So in the defense of poop humor, I say let your poop flag fly. Yeah, how do we totally forget that you produced that show? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was a great show. So that was my defense. Hmm. I like the ending, let your poop flag fly. I was hoping to be blown away more by some deep philosophical insight. What about Poudini? But you just Googled poop jokes. Yeah. <laughs> I like that you cited your source. Yeah. You didn't take credit for it. No. I mean, that uh, Swiss Army Man thing, they're talking specifically about the movie. Yes. Right? And that's the Daniels who just made um, everything all together. you got to see that once. movie together. Um, well, I'll give you... I talked about how it's funny and serious... Yeah. Turn the page. I just, I just, you didn't try very hard. Did you just write this out as one stream of consciousness? Yes, that's me. Um, I'm gonna give you the bare minimum to pass you, so you don't have to post the picture of your gigantic turd. I'm gonna give you a 53. You pass, but I wish you'd tried harder. Ouch, this hurts. And maybe you can cure constipation by pushing harder. But, uh, yeah, I'll pass you. Thanks. How does that feel? Cruddy. Another word. I mean, usually taking a nice... Crappy! Why didn't we think of crap? Cruddy. I don't know why. (laughs) (sighs) Well, the episode was getting a little long, so anyways. No, but you don't try any time. Eli, that actually was me trying. That time. Since you, you wrote for eight minutes, you yeah, had half an hour. You could have revised, you could have no, thought, you could, no. have, you could have walked around the room and see if any inspiration struck you. No, I liked it. I stand by it. All right, well, you passed anyways. So you get to form your Rocky Road ice cream into mm. a turd shape and eat it. Yummy. <sighs> you got to try harder. Your effort that levels was are my, quite low. That was me trying, so. Okay, maybe a less traditional approach to education is needed. Sure. You want to talk a bit about your show, Diarrhea Monologues? That you? No, it's been forty-two minutes. We're good. No, tell them the inspiration behind the show. I pooped myself. Yeah, you pooped yourself, and you. And I recorded the whole thing as I was walking around the streets with poop in my pants. You live streamed on Facebook, right? Yeah. And didn't you poop and roll down a hill? <laughs> I fell. And rolled down a hill while you had pooped. It yourself? was a hard day. But many people reached been out to you. Hard days, night. But many people reached out to you and with their I've own stories, right? Like a dog. And you had like Second City alumni and stand-up comics telling, and it was a very good show. Yes, and we had little chocolate cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, any final words? Um, I can't wait to have some Rocky Road ice cream. Okay, thanks everybody. Bye. Keep pooping. Bye.